Welcome everybody to another episode of GG where we review games. Today we are talking about Gris. Gris is a platforming puzzle solving game that borders on interactive art and it was released on December 13th, 2018 and I uh, I bought this on the Switch at full price so it was $16.99 at launch um, and I, I didn't finish this till the end of December. Um, and it takes, it's a very, very short game. It took me about three hours. It's actually a little under three hours to complete this thing. That was really short. Yeah, it's like... I guess not not as short as um, Vane, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I did uh, the main game and at least some of the challenges. I didn't do all of them, but that's just by virtue of I, di I didn't find all of them. There is a chapter select, but I mean... I. I just didn't have the drive to do the, those at <laughs> that point. Um, and the, like, this game plays very, it's a very basic platformer. Like, you're, you're just jumping and landing on some platforms, doing some puzzle solving. And it's, you, you'll get, throughout the game, you'll get different power-ups to that all like will be power-ups used to solve the, those sections of puzzles so one of the first ones you get puffs you into like a block so you'll be heavy so wind like it gives you wind resistance so you can walk through wind or you get a ground pound so you can smash like blocks below you to get to different areas but yeah it's just ways to solve puzzles in those regions and yeah, just the the puzzles are pretty simple. Like I, I never struggled with any of them. So this game overall is just really relaxing. Th this is a good introductory platformer because the game, like game wise, I don't think you can die. I, I never, th there, I wasn't convinced you could die at any point you because never die? there's no pitfalls. There's no, nothing you oh, can really? fall off of. Like any place you could like, that seems very weird for a platformer. Yeah, it's there's no real pitfalls because if you do fall, usually there's like something below you that you land on and then you can kind of walk back up to where you're at. You like were at and then try whatever jump again or I mean, it, and the jumps themselves aren't really difficult ever. It's like I said, more or less is, it has like environmental puzzles and you, and you never really fight enemies or anything, uh, which is more or less why I quantify this as kind of interactive art in a way. But the visuals of this game, they are some of the best best I've seen in terms of like high artistic wise because this looked like a watercolor painting and it's hardly believable as a game in terms <laughs> of how it moves very very artistic yeah it's a lot like uh the closest parallel I can draw is uh Cuphead because oh, okay like Cuphead it obviously looks like you're was, playing a vintage tv show cartoon yeah Cuphead was rubber hose animation and like moved as such this is like yeah. legit like you're controlling a watercolor painting like oh, weird. a little character in a watercolor painting you know it's funny you mentioned pitfalls because i mean pitfall originally was a game where like there were pits that you fell into and then you were just in another lower level where alligators were and that game was impossible that game was <laughs> that i don't even so i don't hard. think there was a way to beat that game oh there is, is it's there? just very hard god that I don't, yeah, I don't, Oh man. it's, and it's so ambiguous 
Like you just go left or right, and is there an end? Apparently, I never got there. I never got there. I fucking sucked at again. Many, like that might didn't. be like the beginning of me just being terrible at platforming games. <laughs> but in uh, Gris, you move real gracefully through this watercolor world that's like fairly dreamlike. Like the world itself doesn't like it can't exist in nature. <laughs> And I mean, I I purchased this game solely based on how it looked because in the trailer, it just visually was super captivating. Uh, and there, there is a moment, though, in the opening sequence, with, which was super jarring for me because your character, I don't, I don't think they're ever really given a name as far as I know, because there's no real talking in this or anything. Uh, but she's singing in like this hand of this massive statue, which the statue kind of looks like her. So yeah. maybe this is once again, like a dream type world of some kind or inside character's head somewhat. But she's singing and her hands get kind of close to her face. And I mean, they look like real hands, but then like the camera kind of pans out and there are these weird spindly black like line <laughs> hands. Uh, and she has spindly legs as well, but that's that's not as jarring as the hands because the hands transitioned and i kind of wish they had just picked a style and stuck with it yeah because the transition was really like took me out of the moment and it's i mean it's a real beautiful moment but yeah her her face is like this gorgeous face and then she has this like teepee like uh black cloak thing over her that it's real reminiscent of journey which okay you can't help but draw a lot of parallels between this game and journey like very clearly inspired by journey like even down to its core like story-wise i felt yeah and it even has a moment early on where you surf down this like slope and it kind of silhouettes your character as you slide down it that was very journey like um and it has these grand set pieces of these statues that are like a recurring thing that really draw you into like this sublime feeling and like feeling small and insignificant compared to the surroundings of the environment which is a real painterly type thing and yeah it just this game just looks absolutely gorgeous it's a watercolor painting it's a very graceful looking game and there isn't narrative wise i this becomes a tough one because i mean i think there is a story but once again you don't have any characters talking or anything yeah so that makes things a little complicated uh but it like i said once again it this feels like an interactive art piece and it's more about how you interact with the environment and solve the puzzles in the environment so it's an eye of the beholder type situation and like in my mind because these stat these massive statues appear to be you that maybe you're inside this character's head and at the very beginning of the game the character loses their voice and the world comes crumbling down and i i just i felt like i related to the character because everybody's experienced loss in some way yeah so that maybe that's the draw i'm not really sure you go on this you end up in this really gray world hence the name uh gris means gray um but when, when you, everything crumbles down, all the colors are lost from the world and you set out to restore the colors and get back the thing you lost. So you're, you're trying to get your voice back basically is my understanding having completed this. Yeah. You, you deal with uh, this dark tar monster along the way that's kind of always harassing you. And I think there's very clear parallels between this and uh, something like Celeste um, because in Celeste there is the, your dark half. And in this, there's this dark tar monster that's kind of always harassing you and 
eventually you end up dealing with it and like i said it's you're dealing with your demons along the way yeah in essence and i mean the sound of this game like music music wise it's really good it like it it feels really great at the time and it's it's fantastical and it's really keyed to evoke an emotional response when you're playing it yeah the drawback of that is it's heavily orchestral and that can be it's less memorable and doesn't really work outside of the game like you're not gonna be like humming the tune like to the tune of this because because it's so high art so i i think i like i love the soundtrack for this but it's not something i'm gonna go out of my way to listen to on its own it's just good within the confines of the game um and and that's not necessarily problematic i think a lot of games fall under that umbrella um but anyway so that about covers all the elements of this game i would i think needed to be touched on so i'm gonna give this eight beautiful colors out of ten it's a lot of colors ten ten colors ten colors there's ten colors this gets eight of them are those ten primary colors it's a lot of primaries (laughs) i think you're gonna have to use some secondaries but how I came to this is the uh, the visuals of this game, very pleasant, very relaxing, thing, and the music is essential to this game for the totality of the experience, and it's also creates this really relaxing atmosphere. And, and the story, I mean, spoke to me, at least, once again, it, just what I was getting out of it, it, it's hard to say there was like a definite narrative, but what I got out of it felt very personal to me, so... I enjoyed that. But on the other hand, once again, this being such a relaxing experience, I found myself getting kind of like it was so relaxing. I found myself falling asleep playing this. <laughs> yeah, like quite literally, I, I was since I'm playing on my switch in handheld mode, I would start to like nod off because I mean, the music's real relaxing. Everything you you get real at peace with yourself. And, and that also the there's not no challenge. And I don't think that's a, a problem. Once again, I think this is a great introductory platforming game. Yeah. It's just, I play so many platforming games and I play a lot of tough as nails platforming games. So I find the lack of a challenge, like I said, it kind of puts me to sleep a little bit. And I mean, I play a lot of puzzle games as well. So I found these puzzles very underwhelming. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think this is more of an interactive art piece because because there's no real challenge. There's no real like everything really is is just about experiencing this world and in the visuals of this game but yeah that's why i chose to give it an eight because i did have some issues with this and the uh another i guess this isn't really a problem so much as i guess it's a like i just wish some things got shifted around the best moment of this game i think happens a little too soon because you're this this monster thing when you finally actually deal with it which is the like climax of the game essentially the game should have just ended like immediately on that note but it has a sequence after that that i found very underwhelming like it just it was a weird thing to do (laughs) that and it felt like that was the longest sequence of the game like that had the most puzzles was post that sequence of awesomeness is the best moment in the game and they just should have like capped it out at that point and eight feels reasonable this is a that qualifies this as a good game i feel that's good game g which is gg that is that's the podcast that's the branding (laughs) it's the branding we chose all right and that about does it for this one tune into us next time for another good game gg and before we go, I just want to remind everybody that these will be coming out either every Wednesday or Friday or both. 
And that depends on how many games we have to review. This week we do have two. We have Celeste coming out on Friday on the one-year anniversary of that game coming out. And that one will be a longer episode because both Marcus and I played that game. So we're both going to have our two cents to actually put in on it, whereas our previous episodes have just had uh, Marcus's point of view because he plays all the video games. So once again, you can find these on our website, litgamingarena.com, and you can find them on the podcast feeds. We have our main podcast, which is Lit Gaming Arena, and we have Lit Gaming Arena GG. So if you're not already subscribed, you can search for those gg however is still waiting to be approved on some of the platforms so it will be a little bit before you can find it everywhere but it is in some of the major places like google and stitcher and spotify so don't forget to come back friday for celeste and be sure to follow us on facebook that's facebook.com slash lit gaming arena and on twitter at lit gaming arena and as usual join us on discord chat.litgamingarena.com and just to reiterate our website is lit gaming arena.com.